1: Hey, y'all, this is Devin Hassan, sports editor at the Mesquite News and the Rowlett Lakeshore Times. Uh, Coming coming to you with some rapid reaction from multiple games this weekend. I actually had a chance to see three different games in the last 24 hours. Uh, So we're going to get to each of those here uh, real quick. Uh, I was at the Saxie Lakeview girls-boys doubleheader last night, and then I had a Saturday matinee with the Mesquite and Horn boys in a big 11-6-8 game this afternoon. Uh, Well, I guess we'll just start with the first one, uh, the Saxie and Lakeview girls. Uh, I was interested in this match because Sachse, in the midst of their 35-game district winning streak, has really barely been challenged. But one of those challenges came back in December when they played Lakeview for the first time. Um, this was a game that was tied after three quarters, and Lakeview ended up uh, pushing them to the limit before Sachse pulled out a 41-36 win. Uh, there was no such drama this uh, on Friday. Uh, Saxie rolled from the start. Uh, final score was 66-32. Just a couple takeaways from this game. Uh, number one was the, uh, offensive execution for Saxie was just phenomenal. Uh, they, they, were shooting better than 60% through three quarters. Uh, uh, head coach Donna McCullough told me, I believe in the first half, there was only six possessions, uh, in which they didn't score points, which is just incredible efficiency. Uh, Kayla Dimas had 20 points at LTAC and Avery Krause scored 15. And it was just the way they went about their offense, the passing, uh, whether it was running at LTAC in the high post, whether it was point guard Jayla Brooks penetrating and dishing off. I'm I mean, they were running give and goes, back cuts, uh, you know, kickouts outs to, to open to, you know, for open three point looks. Uh, it was just really, really impressive the way they were able to run that offense. And, and obviously that uh, was reflected on the scoreboard. Uh, the other big thing was their defensive ability uh, to going against Candace Paramore, a Lakeview standout guard, who I've mentioned before is a, a definite district MVP candidate. Uh, they really did a good job focusing on her. She finished with only one field goal, uh, six points on the night. Uh, she's one of the best outside shooters in the area. And she was over five on three pointers. And that was a a testament to the Saxie defense because they always had a hand in her face and they really took her out of the equation and put the pressure on the rest of the Patriots. uh, And they weren't able to do enough offensively uh, to to keep pace. So uh, that's 36 now in a row for Saxie and district play. They're seven and all this year and looking like they are in cruise control on their way to another district title Uh, in the nightcap. Last night, uh, Lakeview was able to handle Saxie 69 53 Uh, another tough loss for Saxie. It's been a tough season. Uh, You know, they only won one game overall winless in district play uh, but what you know what impressed me was they never quit fighting uh, a team that's been through as many struggles as they've been through uh, you know might give up you know some teams might you know just they, they fell down 14 to nothing uh, with the first three and a half minutes of the game and again frustration starts to settle in uh, a lot of teams might have just packed it away but Saxe kept battling and, and I was impressed by that they came back they cut it to five. Uh, late in the second quarter and again early in the third quarter and this was a 47 to 40 game late in the third quarter uh so they were still right there in it but before lakeview was able to kind of take control down the stretch and pull away but um you know, at this point in time, it's 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 a tough chore for the coaching staff. It's a tough chore for the players. Uh, the playoffs are, you know, likely not a realistic possibility at this point. So, what do you have to play for? Well, the, you know, what the what Sachs needs to do is just to keep working like they did last night. Uh, just keep pushing through to the end, show improvement, and kind of build for the future. And and, and I think I thought they did that last night. Uh, turning the page toward. Um, Today, uh, Mesquite and Horn. Uh, this was a game that, uh, because of the inclement weather that hit East Texas earlier in the week, Horn and Longview were not able to play till Thursday. Horn did not want to play on back-to-back nights, uh, so Mesquite acquiesced. Said we'll go ahead and move it to Saturday. Uh, over at Mesquite High School, at two o'clock non-school uh, non-school day, they had actually had a pretty impressive crowd. The gym was near full uh, for obviously a, a rivalry game, and it was a it was a good one. Mesquite was able to uh, pull away late to claim a 66-58 win win uh, over the Jaguars. Again, this was a back-and-forth game for much of the night. Uh, I had the chance to see Horn on Thursday earlier, and I, I was just really impressed with their guard play. Uh, Jaquarius Harris, uh, Darius Etier, uh, Caleb, uh Caleb Harston, uh, those guys hit eight three-pointers in the first half of that game, and they kind of got off to a similar start in this one. They hit five threes uh, in the first half as a team. Uh, they were able to grab a 33-29 halftime lead, but Mesquite did a lot better job in the second half on, on kind of putting the clamps on, on those outside shooters, particularly Harris, who's obviously the, their most dominant dynamic player uh after hitting five threes in the first half they only made one in the second uh and that was because they had contested looks all night long uh mesquite took away the outside game and and horn was able to penetrate but that kind of plays into mesquite Mesquite's strength because mesquite did have a definitive size advantage so even when they were able to get into the paint and get looks looks in there they were contested uh had a lot of block shots a, a lot of strips that kind of thing so uh the other thing for mesquite uh was their offensive balance um you know they're still down 43 42 going to the fourth quarter uh but they scored 24 points in the fourth quarter uh you know they got a good in and out game uh xavier benson uh their post uh, who had a double double on the night had 16 points was really effective down low um, um you know both b- scoring uh altering shots on defense and grabbing rebounds um uh, Deandre Heath, their outstanding sophomore, had 15 points, including a half court buzzer beater <laughs> at the end of the first quarter that kind of gave them some momentum in the, um, there in the first half. Uh, Aaron Sanders, uh, uh their point guard had 14 points and, and actually had a double-double. He's an outstanding, outstanding rebounder for a guard. And then Cody LeBlanc, who's been their, um, leading scorer for most of the season, had 12 points all on three-pointers. He had some big threes there in the second half as Mesquite kind of started to take control. So Mesquite now sits at five and two going into the second half of district play. It's been kind of of an up and down road uh, for the Skeeters too, but they seem to be getting two rivalry wins this week coupled with their win over North Mesquite in overtime on Tuesday. So Mesquite is looking good, uh, in good position going into the second half of of what's been a wildly entertaining 11-6 day race. Just a couple other notes on some other uh, area items. Uh, Congratulations to North Mesquite girls on Tuesday. Uh, They were able to earn their first district win of the year uh, at the expense of their crosstown rivals from Mesquite. Uh, 52-47 so the first district win for first year head coach L.B. Gates and uh, that win Actually, is might end up costing the Skeeters in the long run uh, more than just a loss on Tuesday, because Mesquite's now in a three-way tie for fourth place at three and six um, in 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 eleven six A with Rockwall Heath and Longview, and it's going to come down to those three teams and the head-to-head battles. But this one, that loss to North Mesquite, might be one that that ends up biting Mesquite in the end. And the other item of note in fifteen five A boys, Lovejoy pulled a forty to thirty upset. On uh, West Mesquite, it wasn't just the fact that they were able to win, but to hold uh, West Mesquite, who has a high octane offense when it's clicking on all cylinders, to so 30 points, uh, really impressive there. So Mesquite, uh West Mosquito excuse me, falls back to four and three, and they have a one game lead over Poteet, who picked up a nice win over Wiley East. So there's still a long way to go, but it looks like those, much like in football, those two uh, crosstown rivals might be battling it out for the fourth and final playoff spot. So uh, again, that's about all for now. Uh, as always, for ongoing coverage, you can follow me on Twitter at Devin Hassan. Certainly check out our website, starlocalmedia.com backslash sports. Uh, Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.
0: Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than starlocaljobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With starlocaljobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements.